This is Jai Long, and you're listening to Make Your Break, episode number 12. In this episode, I have my wife joining me today, Lilu. She is a designer and specializes in brands for creative businesses. Her business has really taken off in the last couple of years, and she's so talented at what she does. I know having her on the show is really going to bring you so much value and I want you to listen in closely. So this is actually a really long episode and there's so many things to cover. So let's just jump straight in. I'm here with Lilu and we're talking about branding. So we live it, we breathe it, we do it all the time. We've always been talking about it. We, you know, have it in our businesses and it helps us serve our clients and Lilu rebrands and brands so many wedding photographers and creative entrepreneurs and creates brands that they're proud of and they're happy to you know show their clients and show their brand to the world and I think that's really important so there's so many important elements about branding but I think a lot of people struggle with it and I think it can be a pain point for a lot of people branding and marketing but today we're mostly talking about branding so because we talk about it all the time we're always brainstorming It's a really good discussion for us to have for you guys to have a listen. It's like a little sneak peek into our lives and our discussions and hopefully you get a lot from it. At the end of this podcast, we're going to have five ways to better use your branding and there's just going to be a few tips there. And so I suggest you tune in all the way to the end so you get to hear those. But before we do that, Lilu... How are you? Yes, good. I'm very excited about this. Um, you talk a lot about marketing in your workshops and especially moving now into education. You are living and breathing marketing, as you said, and I do branding and they cr- cross paths a lot. So definitely. it's really exciting to be on here. And I think people are going to get a lot from this. They definitely will. So much value. So let's dive straight in. Obviously, I know your whole life story and how everything started, but I want you to tell me, how did your career start? How did you make your break, Lilu? Uh, It all started in wedding stationery. It was quite a few years back. That's how I started my business. Back then, it was called Lilu Designs. So yeah, tiny name change. Um, And I was doing watercolor wedding stationery, which was kind of all the rage back then. Um, And it was very like girly, quite dainty designs. And it was a real push to get any work done. Um, It was a real struggle. And I thought maybe having my own business, maybe I just wasn't built for it. And I kept pushing through anyway. I just wanted to complete the year. And luckily by the end of that year, you really needed a rebrand. You said that you wanted to keep family and business separate, but I begged and pushed because I didn't know what to do at that point because wedding stationery was such a struggle and it felt like it wasn't for me and I really wanted to try something different. And I begged and I pushed for probably a couple of months until you finally said I could rebrand your business. It probably shouldn't have been that much of a struggle for you to let me. Um, maybe you saw how much I was struggling at Wedding Stationery and you were like, no. <laughs> it is interesting because a brand is so personal and it really needs to be your own style, you know, and what you love. And so my business was already pretty established. And so when you wanted to rebrand mine, I was thinking like I need a professional, someone that's finished uni, someone that's got a big studio and I'm glad, definitely glad that I 
put my faith into you, trusted you, and allowed you to rebrand my brand for Free the Bird Weddings, which is what is the brand that I use today as well. Yeah, and I think it is a testament to that branding. And yeah, I really thrived in in that area of graphic design. And I pushed myself um, beyond what I thought I was capable of doing. And we created something amazing. And I've kept that standard there for myself ever since. Um, And I really enjoy the process of like finding out about someone's business, their target market, um, how they wanna look, how they wanna feel. I love creating a feeling in a brand. That's what excites me is like discovering who they wanna appeal to, how do they want to feel interacting with the brand and creating that it's like a real it's kind of a real emotional experience i try to get into that like headspace of um that feeling to create a brand but it's something i really love and i'm glad that i'm glad that i got there in the end totally and so tell me how did that actually start your career though so you did my branding Mm. but how did that all start your career so from your branding it was a complete organic growth we released your branding and it was pretty much straight off the bat um a lot of people inquired with me they really liked what we put out and it kind of just snowballed from there i did other people's branding other people saw that work and i've really been i've really created like a niche without trying of doing wedding photographers branding um i do work with other people as well but i do love wedding photography branding because it is such a creative experience it is quite a creative field so yeah, that's that's where I'm at at the moment. About 90% of my clients are wedding photographers. Yeah, cool. And so f- are you telling me from the start, have you even built a website? Have you done any <laughs> advertising? Have you done, like, h- how did you get all your work? Because I know that you're at least six months booked out all the time. Yes, I'm like, booked how did you get until... All your work? I'm booked until August at the moment and it You're saying August 2020. Yes. <laughs> so right now if you're listening to this podcast it's November. Yeah, and 2019. <laughs> I'll probably be booked until September by the time this is released. Um I started my business and I did not have a website. I didn't I barely even built my own brand. But I kept going with my business regardless um, and I didn't have time to really build my own branding and really like structure my business correctly from the start because it was it was just all about my clients and my client work and it was so busy from the get-go so yeah it it was kind of always put on the back burner it's happening now (laughs) now I've grown to the point where I have an employee and we're finally (laughs) building the business that should have been built about two or three years ago. But yeah, I'm not complaining. I mean, I'm so, so grateful for all the work that I have. People are putting that faith in me, um, even without the website. I think think people are just loving what they see. Um, It's purely all through Instagram and people are really enjoying the work that I'm putting out there and it's showing with the amount of clients I'm getting. Yeah, so people are just resonating with the work and then they get in touch and then you're looking after them and it doesn't really matter that you have a website right now. Yeah, I think all of my clients have been pretty happy. So It has been interesting because over the last few years, so many people come to us talking about how do you market and how do you do these things? And I do so much mentoring. But when you look at, I guess, both of our businesses, we've never advertised or done anything like that. And it's just kind of grown to the point where it's been bigger than us, like spiraled out of control. And that's like so true for your business. You've never had a chance 
to even build your own website or even do your own branding because you've just been so flat out on client work. Yeah, I feel like my business has definitely always been two steps ahead of me, which is a weird place to be within your own business. You're always like, oh, well, this is where I'm at now. And you're kind of like trading to keep up. It's not an ideal. <laughs> but I'm lucky. I'm lucky that it grew that quickly um, because, yeah, it's it's. I'm proud. I'm proud that I've I've been able to attract that amount of work. I think when you're passionate about what you do and you're showing it out and people resonate with it, like the rest follows, huh? And that's just like I think in this situation is is such a strong case of that. So tell me about a career highlight. I want to know. Um, it always changes. <laughs> <laughs> like it's all, it's like the smallest things at the start of your business like doing your branding was a great highlight back then then going on to have other wedding photographers that I've admired contacting me and doing their branding people telling me that they love my work at the moment though it has definitely been hiring someone getting to that point where I now have someone another person working within by Lilu and I'm really able to push the business and get it so hopefully I'm no longer two steps behind I'm two steps ahead and there's been so many things I've been wanting to create within my business um, a lot of different products uh, there's like areas that I've wanted to explore within the business but I as I said I just haven't had time so this is really exciting and I'm so so proud to be able to get to that point because I've always wanted to have like a small team, but yeah, a team to work with, uh, to, to build together. Because I love working with people and with my clients, it's great. I actually love branding for that reason as well is because I'm working with another person. But yeah, it's nice to have someone sitting with me and working on my business as well. Definitely. So tell me this, just on an honest level here, just between me and you, Lilu. <laughs> Um, was there a perfect time financially where you just went, oh, I could definitely hire someone now and this is just going to work? Like, tell me about that. Yes and no. <laughs> There's never a perfect time. But I did I did save up um, for a few, quite a few months to get to this point. Um, it's, yeah, it's gotten to a point now in my business where I'm, I'm making enough money where I can put some money aside. And um, yeah, over this year, I guess I've been like, saving and sort of planning until this point. And then re now you're reinvesting back now into I'm your business. Yeah. Everything, yeah. It is still a risk though. It's a risk and like in all the books that I've read about like running businesses, it's um it's a risk that you should take. <laughs> yeah, it's such a good risk. You know, like think about your business and where it's at and how it's grown organic organically and then now that you're putting all this effort into it like think about where it could go now, like what, you know, the possibilities. There's so many possibilities now, what you can do. Yeah, it, it has opened up a whole new can of worms for lack of a better word. Um, sounds bad, a can of worms, but um, it has opened up different different avenues for my business uh, and we'll be able to do a lot more now. We're already doing so much more. I think I've had Jess, she works with by Lilu now and yeah, I think I've had her for like three or four weeks and we're already doing so many different things that I couldn't have done, you know, four weeks ago. <laughs> I, yeah. I couldn't have even imagined have doing. Yeah. It's pretty interesting as a creative, so many people, this is the biggest block that I see from like creative business owners to hire someone. They always believe 
Like they can't let go of control and they always believe that no one can do what they do as good as them, which is really interesting, but it's kind of like holds people back so much because if you hold that control, like I can guarantee you someone can do what you do and they can do it better, but you definitely hold it because you want creative control. And for you, like, do you feel like um, having someone else, is it helping your creativity and helping your style and helping you grow? Or is it like stunting you and because you have to, you know, really creative control your employee or really worry all the time that is your output's not going to be as good as it was and things like that? Yes, I definitely heard all the horror stories before hiring Jess about um, bad experiences, hiring someone, you know, all the extra work that goes into like teaching them, um, showing them the business. And then also like as a creative, you have to teach them your style which is something else altogether. Um, but I don't know if I got lucky, but Jess is amazing. And um, I'm super thankful for her to be in the business. And maybe maybe you just do hear all the bad stories. Maybe there are a lot of good stories out there of hiring people and building your business. I mean, there is, because there's so many businesses out there with so many different employees. There definitely is, um, yeah. But yeah, as a, I wanted to say as well, as a creative, you always think that you won't be able to find someone that will be able to produce the work that you produce, but that's a myth. If I can tell any creative out there, if the, if that's what's holding you back from getting someone in your business, it is a myth. You, There are so many creatives out there in this time more than ever. Um, so, yeah, just look around like high and low for that one person. That is so true. Yeah, I totally resonate with that. It's interesting because a lot of people ask me, I have a full-time editor for my photography business, Morgan, and people always ask me, how could you find someone? How did you do that? Because no one can edit like you and it's not true. If you have patience and you can train someone, show someone and you can trust someone and allow them to also bring in their vision like everything becomes so much better so much better than what i can do i can't take any credit for all the things that i do because i have so much help all the time and i think now for your business Lilu, it feels like you know you've got so much help and you've got so many different things that are going to come your way which is incredible yeah i'm excited about it yeah so let's jump on in um tell me what is branding? Because I know everybody does know what branding is. And what is good design? So that is a kind of a two-part question, but I know it's going to just merge all together. <laughs> um, so good design to me, um, I think if you asked another graphic designer, it might be something different. Actually, I feel like we should go, what is branding first? Let's explain yeah, what, what it what is. What is branding? <laughs> what is branding? Because a lot of people... Is th- branding just a logo? Well, a lot of people <laughs> think that um, when you're not part of the graphic design world, you might you might think that you'll go to someone, a graphic designer, to get your brand done and it will be a logo that you'll put at the top of your website. Let me tell you, it is not that. <laughs> It is, that is such a my minute part of branding. Where in my branding package, I create logo, logo variations, um, secondary elements, uh, typefaces and color palette and favicon. And we also explore layout together, which is a major part of it, how it will all come together, how it'll be laid out. And I do that in a stationary mock-up. But uh, branding touch points, um, 
which is how all how your clients will interact with your brand throughout your business. That can be everything from website, your interactions with your clients online and offline. So online would be through Instagram uh, and it'd be your Instagram highlight stories. Maybe you do like a video on Facebook, your Facebook posts, that's all online. How how you show up uh, as a face of your business. Uh, some, some businesses that, that isn't necessarily part of their business model. You don't have a face of a brand, but say as a photographer or a celebrant or um, or an entre- entrepreneur in like education or something like that, you, you are the face of your business. So it's how you actually present yourself personally as well. Like what you wear, your personality, you show. Um, it's how you interact with your clients, the, kind, the sort of experience that you give them one-on-one. Um, it's layout across all of your branding that can be a big thing um your image curation uh your packaging stationery your email footer Uh, a lot of people don't think about that but it can really make you seem like a lot more professional if you have an email footer um and your price presentation and this might be through a price guide the way you present your prices um on your website uh yeah so that's kind of (laughs) So the long way about it. <laughs> like just kind of going off topic a tiny little bit. Why would everybody want all of that branded? Like what what would be the purpose of having the email footer and all the little things? Um so it's to create a strong brand. If your website is branded really well and it sets a so- certain tone and then your customer was to go to your Instagram they might lose trust in your business because they don't know your business ethos or how they're supposed to feel, um, what what you're even offering personally um, and within your business. It might feel off. Or even if it's the same company. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it the same company? Yeah. Um, so, yeah, building that trust within the business is about having consistency across all your business touch points. And... Also, to be recognizable, there there are many reasons of why why you'd have all all those touch points branded. Yeah, you did say trust there, and I think that's a huge one. Yeah, that is a big one. I know for me and any of the businesses I have, I rely heavily on people trusting me. And so you got to convey that somehow. And if it's through branding and then having consistency, like so with, say, for instance, wedding photography, if you have consistency all the way through with everything you do and then you create that relationship of trust then you're going to be able to book couples so much easier aren't you Mm, even just a little detail like your email footer um if your clients were to go on your instagram maybe you didn't have a website but then they emailed you and you had a professionally designed email footer that made you look quite legitimate maybe that's that's all they needed to, for them to get over the line to be like, this is a legitimate business. I trust them enough to book. Totally. This podcast is also brought to you by Leela's new website templates. She's designed and released her own range of templates and they're really going to help creative entrepreneurs have beautifully designed websites that convert traffic into clients. So if you want to check it out, head over to buyleelu.com.au or jump over to the show notes and I will leave a link there for you. But definitely just go over and have a look at her templates and she's going to have more adding to the store as time goes as well. 
Um, another thing that I know kind of really works is like with consistency is even just using the same profile photo across all your social medias and then the same one on your website and then, you know, curating your same imagery and stuff like that. So it's just really easy. If someone jumps from my Instagram account to my Facebook account, they can see the same photo and they can see me again. And then when they're on my website, they can see the same. So sometimes it's just like keeping things consistent through other things as well. Mm. Yeah, for you, that works very well. You've got quite a unique style, yeah. quite a unique haircut. And I think... Um, <laughs> I think <laughs> Let's not I make think, this about my hair. <laughs> I think people often recognize you on the street because of that, because you are so conscious of um, your profile pictures that you put out there and keeping Definitely. them consistent, um, keeping them up to date. Um, yeah, and really showing up as the face of your brand. Yeah, and like... It's just like you were saying, like, um, you know, with me and my haircut and, you know, doing something a little bit different. A lot of the times people never think of their, like, point of difference or their, what's the, something unique about them. And they don't lean enough into it because people want to keep the same. But I can tell you, like, the more you lean into something that's a little bit different, even if it's just like you have a different hairstyle than everybody else or you dress a little bit differently, like, the more you lean into that and it shows up everywhere, the more people are going to recognize you and recognize your brand as well. Yeah, I think um, a lot of people don't realize how subtle your unique selling point has to be. Mm, like it, it can definitely. be the smallest, tiniest thing. Say, I don't know if you mind me Go saying this. Go for it. <laughs> it's fine. But um, I'll start with your business. Yep. So You're uh, talking about Free the Bird Free Weddings. Free the Bird Weddings. Yeah. Yeah. So um, your tagline that we came up with together was modern romantic mm-hmm. and all across the all your platforms from your website to your instagram to your facebook it feels modern and romantic yeah it is a perfect it's match and you way, yeah. are very very good at curating curating everything to make sure it says that from um no matter where you go in your business yeah it's still stating the same thing um and heartbreak hotel so there are a lot of different photo booths out there that essentially is, uh, actually I should explain what Heartbreak Hotel is first. It's a photo booth company. Um, we are- Photo booth and DJs. Photo booth and DJs, sorry. We've, we've just started um, the DJ sector of Heartbreak Hotel. Um, but it's a very stylish, high-end um, photo booth and DJ business. Uh, and it screams fun as well. And we wanted to represent that through a Miami 80s theme. Very, very cool looking. Um, it has the 80s sort of like fun to it. And it's super, super stylish. Like the way we've branded everything, we've curated all of our images. Um, and people think people say to us there's nothing else out there like this and the fact of the matter is there is there is a lot of photo booths out there that are pretty similar to the business that we've set up but we've created an image that says that we're different and better (laughs) yeah you can sell it so differently just through some branding and things like that yeah and um i think we're lucky a lot of the photo booth businesses is haven't focused main, maybe on their branding as much but um yeah it's it's really that's a business that's really taken off as well and it's i think a lot of it could be said because of the way it's branded and um the identity we've created definitely i mean with that brand with that business itself like i'm not going to sugarcoat it it's literally a camera on a stick and there's <laughs> there's lots of people that sell camera on a stick for events and that's what a photo booth is but bringing in a brand, bringing in 
you know, like a, an, a certain emotion. How do you make people feel with the brand? And then also our staff, like making sure our staff are on brand and they're bringing those good vibes and, you know, our staff make the brand really. So, you know, they show up and they're the ones that people are paying for because it's like, oh my God, this is next level. There's no one else doing this. And when you're looking at starting a business, like literally just look around at what people are not doing and just don't copy what everybody is doing because as soon as you do that, you're pioneering a whole new thing and people will think you're the only ones doing yeah, this. Yeah, like, you come across as an industry leader. Well, that as well, but like you can also have no competition because mm. people won't even recognize someone else. Like why would anyone follow a photo booth? Like it sounds so boring, but someone would follow our photo booth because oh my god there's fun things happening and there's like cool events and there's shoots and the branding looks rad and you know it's like a almost like a lifestyle thing but again it just all comes down to like how that brand weaves in and out of every touch point of everything that we do yeah so the so going back so the unique aspect of your business doesn't have to be a big thing say if you take really quirky photos a lot of other businesses in wedding photography take quirky photos it's it's not it's not anything new but you could brand yourself in the most bizarre way maybe you use llamas with you in your branding maybe it's like super quirky and so everyone comes to you now because you're the quirky photographer and your whole business as a as a whole screams that I don't think it's enough to really have a product that you know is a, is a certain way. So you know you take quirky photos, but how do you tell everyone else that? I mean, there's so many good examples, isn't there? Like how can you reinvent something like Pringles, chips? How do you reinvent an actual chip and then package it totally different yeah. and make a whole new product that's still just a packet of chips yeah that's a good use of branding right yeah there. <laughs> it's insane and then them saying like once you pop you can't stop and then i still remember that since i was a kid so you can totally do things like that the thing not to do though is just copy someone else's tagline and copy someone else's branding and you know you really want it unique to you and your style and deep down how is it going to make you proud you know i mean um when i started like our brand, like Modern Romantic, we literally scoured the internet and made sure nobody else had that. Mm. And we looked everywhere and, you know, we brainstormed up that word. And then even now I see photographers even in Melbourne and they'll use that phrase. And then I'm like, why would you water down that? Why not? You know, there's so many millions of things that you could use, but you're kind of getting rid of your own unique point by trying to like, you know, copy somebody else. Yeah. So going back to what is branding yep. and what makes a good Sorry, brand. Sorry, we kind of got a little bit out of hand. <laughs> so a good brand is that. It um, shows the unique aspect within your business. It sets you apart from your competitors. As a designer, I also believe it's aesthetically pr pleasing. Um, it has to look nice. I personally love to make brands that make you feel something I guess that's everyone's idea as a graphic designer that you do want to want it to have an impact on um, the audience. But yeah, I, I, I guess one of my biggest things is I create emotive branding and I really hone in on that. Um, I want to make sure it's, you go to a website or you see a brand and it really takes you into that world of that feeling. Um, it attracts your target market. 
So you want it, you want your target market to fall in love with this brand. Um, it speaks to them. This brand creates your tribe. Um, and consistency is the last one. Uh, a good brand is one that is consistent across all those touch points that we just went over. Definitely. Okay, before we get down to the five better ways to use your branding, I just want to ask you something about today. I know you've just got a big launch on and you just launched website templates, which I'm really excited about. And you're also going to do template branding as well. So I just want to ask you a little bit about it. You know, why are you passionate about it? Why are you doing it? And how is it going to help people? Yeah, it's something that I'm very, very excited about. I... um went been to quite a few of your workshops now and other photographers workshops and just slowly over time I've learned more and more people's pain points and what they're really struggling with in their business um, and these products are really to cater for those pain points to really help in those areas so from your last two workshops I went, went around and relentless relentlessly asked people <laughs> Um, about their businesses and about what they're struggling with. And one of the biggest things I heard, which surprised me because I, I, I maybe as a graphic designer, I know about um, a lot of like options out there that you have for websites, but people are still struggling. Um, so I wanted to create a product that was very, very user-friendly, um, a beautiful, beautifully designed website. Um, and is also a bit more affordable than creating something custom. So that was the idea behind that. Cool. <laughs> and they're out today. Yes, they're out today. I'm very excited about it. That's so cool. I know you and Jess have been working so hard on all this stuff, so it's really good. Are you going to be adding more stuff to the shop as well? Yeah, it's going to be growing. Um, this is really just the start of it. Uh, so it's the website templates and some template branding on there at the moment but this is just the base there's so many more products that we want to create by the way guys if you want to let us know about any pro products we should create i would love to hear any suggestions that you that you have um i'm really excited about how can they give you suggestions on instagram um, on, on instagram at by perfect if you'd like to yeah so it was about the pain points um also about being able to help more people because I'm booked out, as we said, until August at the moment. Uh, so I am, a lot of people can't wait that long. Uh, this is an option for that. Um, and also I'm getting a lot of people that are coming to me quite new in their business and they're not really sure like what they want for their branding or how they want their website to look. And to spend like quite a bit of money for custom branding or for a custom website is pro is maybe not the best way to go. M maybe if you had the budget, like, you know, it'd be, it'd be great to be able to work with a graphic designer and create something really, really strong, but maybe that's not where your money is best spent when you're first starting out. So this um, template branding and template websites is really going to be able to help those people create like a, a strong base without blowing all their budget on the water. What I wanted to say as well with the template branding, that's a one-off sale as well. So when the template is brought, the one that you buy is yours. I will not sell that one again. Um, I don't believe in you having the same brand as anyone else on, out there, but it's a really good way for you to look through a whole different um, a whole bunch of different brands, see what you like, um, maybe think about your target market and how you want your business to be, 
be perceived and um, we, we will also write that on there like what target market the brands will attract um, and the kind of feelings that the branding will create um, and yeah it will be a really easy way for you to to get your business branded yeah branded nice <laughs> branded well branded well okay that sounds cool let's dive in five ways to better use your branding have you got five ways you could tell me how to better use my branding yes okay let's do it <laughs> luckily i do <laughs> uh so first one would be layout um so having a good brand is one thing but having a a well-used brand uh that is laid out well is another thing using that brand is a completely different story to having that brand <laughs> So what do you mean by laid out? I don't understand. So if if you were to go with use a graphic designer and you pay for branding mm -hmm. and then it gets handed over to you and you personally are like, I've got this website that I wasn't happy with before, but now I've got this new branding and I'll just stick it in there. And So you just apply it to your old website? Yeah, you just apply it to your old layout that doesn't work very well but you think that the new brand is going to okay. completely transform it it's not um a good brand out a good branding is is only as good as it's it's used really <laughs> um so i strongly suggest if you're going to go the mile and pay for beautifully branded work um if you have it in your budget pay for it to be properly placed in your website and across all your stationery within your business and promotional material. Um, and if not, just get get advice and work on it. Like as a um, small business owner, you probably will be working on your branding yourself, like on your website um, and really just like dedicate some time to really figuring out like a, a good layout, um, ask people, get feedback and yeah just keep testing and trying if you if you are using your branding yourself perfect all right number two what have you got for us if you don't have a brand or you don't have a complete brand i would suggest think about how your business how you want your business to be perceived and then from there create five keywords to best describe that feeling um, and that that perception that you want people to have of your business and then create your branding from there. And then as we said before, so you might be like, oh, I already have a logo, like <laughs> this doesn't apply to me. Your branding is your image curation. So it's like what you put on Instagram. So keep it consistent, keep it up to date with those, keep going back to those keywords. Um, and also being the face of your business, showing up consistently, um, w using those keywords as how you want to be perceived and how you want people to feel interacting with your business. Um, but you don't have to be your face of your own business, do you? Because I know a lot of creatives suffer from anxiety of showing up themselves. So with through branding, can you not be the face of your own business? Yeah, certainly. You can create a personality. Um, your You can create... A personality for your business you don't have to be the personality of your business so it's kind of like with my businesses like i've got um jai long which is right now and i'm an educator and then i've got heartbreak hotel and then all of a sudden i'm from miami in the 80s and then i've got free the bird which is like modern romantic all totally different but it's all me showing up but all in a different way 
So that's fine. Yeah, it doesn't have to be like authentically me in every business. I can create my own persona and I guess a business identity. Yeah, it's all about going back to how you want to be perceived. It doesn't have to be a reflection of your exact personality, um, especially if you're not the face of your own business and you're creating a business separate uh, from yourself, of course, it doesn't have to be an exact reflection of your own personality. But if you are pr- providing a service where you show up and you are the face of your brand, yeah, it can be that reflection of yourself, uh, but it doesn't have to be. Okay, awesome. So I don't have to show pictures of me drinking coffee every morning to <laughs> have a good brand. <laughs> no, you don't. Okay, cool. Okay, number three. This one feels a bit risky to say, but don't play it safe. <laughs> Oh, that sounds risky. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I am a strong believer that in these modern times, especially as a small business owner um, or a small entrepreneur business, there are so many other businesses out there doing a similar, if not exact same thing. You are putting yourself at risk by playing it safe. It's the most risky thing you can do for your business. Um, a lot of peop- a lot of wedding photographers come to me and think that when they first starting out, they have to come across very professional and write very formal, and you know they want to stay very like whatever. What is everyone else doing? I want to stick to that template. Don't do that. <laughs> Try and do what everyone else isn't doing. Yeah, one hundred percent. I believe in that. It's funny how people say like you got to play it safe or when you say like don't play it safe this sounds risky but i see completely opposite like if someone says oh i want to play it safe i'm like oh my god that's so risky yeah like, it's, it what is. are you even thinking right now in 2019 going into 2020 if you're playing safe in any aspect of your business then you're going to be left behind so quickly yeah it's a it's a false um it's a false perception that playing it safe is safe. <laughs> yeah. And it depends on like obviously how successful you want your business to be, huh? Because like the more that you put yourself out there and the more outrageous you do something or the, the more that you create something that's remarkable is never going to be safe because something safe is not remarkable. Mm. Would you agree on that? A hundred percent. Okay, cool. Let's go into number four. Number four, don't target everyone. Think of the one dream client you would love to have or maybe you haven't maybe you don't have any clients yet who is that friend or that person that you've met that 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 is the person that you would love to work for think of that one person when you are curating all your photos when you're putting your brand and your business out to the world and creating your copy um, and how you're showing up in your business This can be especially applied to your Instagram captions. Um, I try and remind myself of this a lot. So when you write an Instagram caption, instead of thinking that you're talking to this whole audience of 3,000, 10,000 or 100 people, think of the one person, go back to that one person and write to them. Uh, This will really create like... um, a consistency across your business because you it is the, it is only one person that you're talking to um, and it will really help define that personality within your brand. Yeah, I totally agree on that. You know, what's interesting is when I started my business because I was a, an electrician and I was going into a whole new world, like my perfect clientele and the people that I targeted and especially because I didn't grow up around like wealthy people and stuff, 
But the people I targeted were people that I did not hang out with and I did not know. And I didn't really know how to target them. But I yeah, knew who they were. Yeah, I knew who they were and I knew I was going to work that out. So sometimes you don't have to look at your past clients. You can aspire to something else. You can be like, well, that's who I would want to shoot. That's the person or that's the type of person that I want to surround myself with. And so for all my clients, like all my clients inspire me because that's who I'm attracting. Like people that are ambitious and they're doing cool things. And, you know, I get led into their little universe for just the wedding day and I get to shoot their stuff. And it's so cool to be around that energy. But that's the energy that I have, you know, attracted through targeting those exact people. Mm. Yeah. So you think about what they like, their personality, um, what what tones are in their house, what colors do they enjoy and create that experience for them within your business. Totally. And also like how do they um, how do they show up and use Instagram and social media and how do they show up and use your website and how do will they react to your branding and yeah, there's so many things there. Where do you where do they shop? Where do they live? Mm. You know, what Yeah, you can really <laughs> expand <yeah>. it out. <laughs> um, okay, last one. Last one. Pretty simple. So we've learned all the things that um make a good brand and where to use them. Now keep it consistent. The last one is pretty simple. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Good advice. Yeah. <laughs> Just remember all um Remember that one person, um, your dream client, and how you want to be perceived, and then just keep a consistent voice across your whole brand. Perfect. I want to ask one more question before we get out of here. I know that this podcast episode is getting a little bit long, but <laughs> so for long. the people that are listening, it's you know so much value in this. Why should someone rebrand if they've been around for a little while and you know they're booking work and stuff? Like, why would someone rebrand? There's a few different uh, different reasons to rebrand. Um, if you already have a good brand, but you want to charge a higher price point, maybe you want to you want your brand to look a bit more luxurious, a bit more sophisticated, and that would be a reason. Um, maybe it's to attract your ideal target market. Maybe it has changed since you branded. Maybe maybe you're just starting out and you don't have a brand. So yeah, if you already have a brand and it's not directed to your ideal target market, then you would rebrand to um, connect with them. Another one which I think people people don't regularly people don't realize um, maybe you have a brand but you're not proud of it. And I think that this can have like such a big impact on your business. If you are ashamed of your own business and your website and when people go on it, you're always making excuses like, oh, I need to do this or change that. That has such an impact. If you don't want to put your business out there and show it off, like how damaging, (laughs) how damaging is that? You don't, you don't want, you don't want your business to be seen. That's like the main thing that you should want for your business, for everyone to see it, for you to be screaming it off, off rooftops. So yeah, that's a big one to be proud. How? Yeah, if if you're not proud of your business, there's something wrong. You need to change something. Yeah, that would be a good a good time to rebrand. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> cool. All right. Thank you, Lily. Thanks for having us. Um, thank you for sharing your knowledge on the show. Um, if we want to connect with you, how can we find you? Uh, you can find me at Instagram at bylelu, B-Y-L-E-E-L-O-U. And where can we find your templates? Um, on my website and it is www.bylelu.com.au. Awesome. All right. Thank you. Thanks. 
Hey, I just want to thank you for listening. I hope you got a lot from this episode. If you love the show, please subscribe. You can leave a review and I will be releasing so many more good episodes and I'm going to bring you as much value as I can for your business and I'm going to help you as much as I can. So I don't want you to miss out. Hit the subscribe button and have a great week. I'll see you guys soon. Make Your Break is brought to you and hosted by Jai Long in our Melbourne studios and produced by our American friends, Simpler Media Productions. For more information on this podcast, our workshops, or anything your heart desires, please visit jailong.co.